Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Miami Vineyard Podcast. We hope this message encourages you, breathes life into you, and helps you experience God's love. Enjoy the message. Hey, Miami Vineyard, so good to be with you. So good to be with those of you joining us online. Hey, can we make some noise? Can we welcome in our online Vineyard family? Come on, let's hear it for them. My name is Kevin. I'm one of the pastors. And who's excited about this new year? Who's excited to send the kids back to school tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, so I thought, that's what I thought. So hope you all had a great Christmas break, uh, joining us here for weekend services and so on. And, and uh, at our family, my wife and I, we have five kids, and some of you know, and, and they're grown now. So it's always a blessing for us to have our five kids back home with us for the holidays. Here's a pic coming up on screen of us and our kids for the, they were back for the holidays. And then here's a pic of uh, the boys in some Christmas PJs. <laughs> so I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to this year. You're going, Pastor Kevin, you're looking forward to every year. I am. But let me tell you why. It's not just a psychological choice. I'm looking forward to every year because of this, because I believe that we have a God who is for us. I believe that we have a God who wants the best for us. And I believe that we have a God that no matter what happens to us in our lives, God can take everything and can use it together for good in our lives. That's why I'm looking forward to this new year. That's why. But as I thought about this new year, and as I do every year, I, I just I, I said, God, is there a, just praying and asking and going for runs and just kind of listening and hearing? And, and God, is there, is there something this year? That kind of a theme for this year. And the more I thought about it, the more I prayed about it, actually felt kind of like, like this, this idea of life, this one life God has given us is so precious. It's, it's, it's this one life. And, and so imagine it this way. Okay? Imagine, imagine, imagine that you have a bank account that actually has some money in it. Okay, okay. Imagine, imagine this. Imagine this. Imagine you have a bank account. Every morning, every morning before you wake up in the morning, you get a direct deposit in your account of $86,400. Every day. You're going, Pastor Kevin, that's more than I make in a year. Okay. Every day, you get a deposit of $86,400 every day with one stipulation. You've got to spend it all in that day. And whatever you don't spend goes away. What would you do? Yeah, you'd spend it all in one day, absolutely. You'd quit your job. You'd travel the world. Royal Caribbean, we know you on a first-name basis. You'd buy a house. No, you'd buy a town. You'd buy a city. Some of you would have a full-time Amazon driver just for your house. <laughs> one thing I know you would all do, you would all drop the last number because the rest is God's. Okay, that I know you would all do. You know exactly what you do. You would spend every stinking cent. Now, think about it. This is exactly what God does for us every single day with time. We get deposited into our life 86,400 seconds every single day. Whatever we don't use, we lose. And God says, God says, I want to empower you to make the best use of your time. Time is a gift. And God wants to put it in such a way that we would thrive. 
Now this weekend, we're kicking off a brand new series, simply called Thrive, where we're looking at how God wants to empower our lives to live this life in a way, as the Bible says, to make the most of every opportunity. But let me clarify something for you. This is not a series about how to pack more into my life and get more done, because we already got way too much packed into our life. This is a series about how to focus on those things that really matter, the values, the priorities, those things that really matter in life, that when we get, when, 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 our, life, whatever, when our life comes to a close, we will feel that we have thrived in this life. So one of the questions I hear often, and you do too, and we ask ourselves this question often is, where did all my time go? Where does our time go? Even studies have been done about this. And if you're an average American, you will live, well, anybody want to guess the, the length of life of an average American right now in our country? 77 years. Ladies, 81. Guys, about 74. I don't know why. That's another conversation for another day. But, <laughs> but the average lifespan is 77 years. So if you're the average American, let me tell you, studies have been done, let me tell you where our time goes. Ready? In a lifetime of 77 years, we will spend 25 years sleeping, 19 years of life working, 12 years of your life watching television. That was before Netflix, now it's 30 years. <laughs> You'll spend seven years of your life traveling, seven more of your life eating. You'll spend two years of your life getting ready. <laughs> Except for women, that's 19 years. And, and you'll spend eight months of your life sitting at stoplights. This study was obviously not done in Miami. That'd be eight years. This is how the average American spends their life. But you are not the average American. You are someone who's created in the image of God, who understands the value, the meaning, the purpose of life. Now, some of those things we all got to do, that's just life. But we are not. We are different. We are going to spend our lives in a way that we get the most out of this life and that we invest it in loving other people and loving God and loving other people. We're going to invest it in these kinds of ways. And so I want you to, as we get started here today, I would love for you to locate some notes, some message notes. Message notes are all virtual. You can find them in our Miami Vineyard app. If you have the app downloaded, go ahead and open the app. If you don't have the app downloaded yet, it's a free download. Go to your app store, search Miami Vineyard. Or if you're in the room today, you can scan this QR code that's on the seat back in front of you. It's a free download to our app. Once you get the app downloaded, tap on This Weekend Message Notes. This Weekend Message Notes, they're both in English and Espanol. And if you want a copy of the notes to write on and have them to hold and stick on your fridge, those are available in the back there at the back pub tables. That'll help you track with me as we get started here today. I want to I open with a verse from the book of Ephesians where, where the Apostle Paul talks to us about this whole idea of time and life and the brevity. Look what he says. Live life then with a due sense of responsibility, not as men and women who do not know the meaning and purpose of life, but as those who do. Make the best use of your time. It's, it's amazing to me. If you just do, a, just do a, just a quick study in the Bible, how much time is talked about from cover to cover of the Bible, how much time is mentioned? How much life is mentioned? How much, how much the, the, this, this, this present time that we live in, this, this thing called life is mentioned in the Bible. And I just want to make three quick introductory statements that the Bible talks about when it comes to time. You'll see them on, on screen. You'll see them in your notes. Here's the first one. The, the way we use our time defines our life. For those of you here today 
who are 40 years old or more, would you please stand? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't stand. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but look, if you're, if you're over 40, you start to ask yourself a question, where did my time go? I mean, where did my 30s go? Where did my 20s go? Where did my hair go? <laughs> I mean, we ask ourselves these questions. Several years ago, I was speaking to some youth and about, you know, life and whatever. And so I, I, I thought to myself, I said, what, what can I do to kind of like, you know, make myself relatable? So what I did during that talk is I, I showed them my high school graduation picture uh, to try and see what I looked like when I was 17. I don't suppose any of you want to see that picture today. <laughs> All right. Here is, here is Pastor Kevin at age 17. So I got one question. Where'd my hair go? <laughs> but if you think about it, Okay, I look, I, look at that, I look at that picture, right? And I've been thinking about, I, listen, I've been thinking about this message for weeks and this series. And, and by the way, can I just say, by the way, you got to plan to be here for all four weeks of this series. This is going to be a powerful series for the next four weeks, talking about how to make the most use of this life, how to thrive in this life. So I've been, this has been marinating in me for a while, but I look at that picture and I look at, I look at you know, where I am now. I think, where, where did, what, what? Where did my time go? Where, where, where did those, those decades go? Where, where, because I'm 35 now, so, so where, where did that go? <laughs> but I think about, did I, what did I do with, with my life? Did I invest my life? Did I use my life? Did I waste my life? Because our time is our life. That's what the first, that, that's the first thing the Bible clearly says. The way we use our time defines our life. Here's the second thing I think the Bible says about time. The, my issue isn't time. My issue is my choices. See, the problem isn't time. Because we have a thin amount of time. Every single one of us has 86,400 seconds a day. We all got the same amount of time from, 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 from the CEOs of our planet to, to the world leaders, to celebrities who we all know. Taylor Swift. LeBron James, Lionel Messi, to Jesus Christ. We all have the same amount of time. So the question is, sometimes we say, well, oh man, those people get, they get so much done. Like, like, how do they do all that? They got the same amount of time. The question is the choices we make. What choices are we making with this time? The Bible says it this way. There is a right time and a right way to do everything. We don't have time for everything, so selection is the name of the game. We've got to pick and choose. We've got to pick and choose the best things. And then notice the third thing the Bible says about time. Time management can be learned. This is so encouraging. It can be, listen, it can be learned. Look at this verse from Psalm 90. This is a prayer. The psalmist is praying this prayer to God. He prays this. Teach us, O God, to number our days and recognize how few they are. Help us to spend them as we should. Wow. That is a prayer that I would love for all of us to pray every single day. Teach us to number our days and recognize how few they are. Help us to spend them as we should. So let's have a little fun together today. Let's, <laughs> let's see 
how few our days really are. Let's see how many days we have. So, so let's have a little fun today. So, I told you earlier what the average lifespan of an American is. Anybody remember the number? Good, 77. All right. So let's take, let's just take, let's just, let's just up a little bit. Let's take 80. Let's take 80, okay? Take the number 80. Let's see how many years we have left. So let's take, let's take, all of us can do this, right? Let's take 80, subtract your age. So for me, it's 35, okay? So I have 45 years left. Or let's do my real age. 80 minus, I'm 60. Hard to believe. My driver's license says I'm 60. I feel 35. My wife says I... <laughs> My wife says I act 16. So, okay, so... So, but if I'm doing the math, look, I'm doing the math. Subtract from 80, track 60, that means I've got 20 years if I live to 80. That's depressing. Let me depress you some more. All right, so... What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to figure out how many months I have left. So take 20 times 12 equals, any math majors? All right, I got two math majors out there, great, 240, okay. Now, if I live to 80, which I hope I live to 180, but if I live to 80, I've got 240 months left. That sucks. But if you want to, let's take it even a step further. Take however many months you have left for your life. Now, you're, you're, you know, many of you are much, much, much younger than this. You're going to have a bunch of months left. But take however many mon months you have left and take that many marbles and put them in a jar. Here's 240 marbles. Here's the life I have left. Now, you want to really get depressed? <laughs> Every month, on the first of the month, take out a marble. January, February, March, and you watch your life. You're going, Pastor Kevin, this is the most depressing message I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I thought you're supposed to encourage me. Listen, listen, listen. This can be depressing or it can be extremely motivating that life is so precious that I don't have forever on this life. I will one day in heaven, but here on earth, I don't have, I don't have forever. Life is so precious. As, as, as we just read in Psalm 90, teach us to number our days that we might get the most out of this life. Teach us to number our days. So let me give us three things today as we start this series. Let me give you three things today. And then we're going to talk about this. We're going to, we're going to keep unpacking this over the next, I, I promise, no more marble illustrations, okay? We're going to, but we're going, to, we're going to keep packing this over the next, the next four weeks together. So here we go. Here we go. Number one, number one. In light of all of this, in light of all of this, how can I thrive? Let me give you three practical steps as we kick it off here today. Number one, analyze my lifestyle, which means this. I'm going to take inventory of my lifestyle. How am I doing? How am I... How am I, what am I doing with these 86,400 seconds? How am I living this life? The Bible says of this, look carefully at how you live. It's good to sit back and take inventory of how we live in this life. Because what happens to us is this. All of us, 
we, we, all of us, we, we go through life and we just, we live life and we're having fun and we're doing this, we're doing whatever. And, and we, we, we fall into habits and we fall into patterns. And sometimes, not all of them, but sometimes those patterns we fall into are not always the best for us. I'm not saying that like real negative, like, like, like sin stuff, but, but I'm saying sometimes they're just not the best for us. And if you think about the habits of our lives, those habits that are the best for us, those take intentionality. Nobody just goes on a diet because, oh, man, let's have some fun. Let's go on a diet. It takes intentionality. It takes intentionality. It takes intentionality. So, so I'm saying let's look at our lives. Let's see how we're doing with this, and let's, let's have some intentionality. Because how am I investing in this life? I mean, a couple questions. How many reality TV shows do we really need to watch? Except for The Golden Bachelor, of course. We need to watch that one. But <laughs> how many hours... How many hours do we really need to spend on socials? On TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, social media. How many hours? How much more organizing does my pantry really need? So I can put it on Pinterest. Now listen, I'm not saying any of this is bad, okay? Listen, I'm not saying that. I, listen, I watch shows on Netflix. I'm not saying this is bad. I, I mean, yeah, I have an Instagram account that you should follow me at. <laughs> Pastor Kevin MV. Just throw it right out there. Pastor Kevin MV, listen, this is, I'm not saying this stuff is bad. All I'm saying is it's good, it's good from time to time to look at our lives and to say, huh, how am I, how am I doing with these? How am I doing with these? What am I giving my life to? What am I investing my life into? And that's number one. So, so again, this is just kind of an introduction to this today. So number one says analyze my lifestyle. Here's, here's number two. Prioritize what's important. Some of you over the holidays, you left Miami. You, 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 had, you had a massive trip. You went to Broward County. Some of you. <laughs> How many of you left Miami over the holidays? Come on. How many of you left Miami? Okay. And you're with us on the chat right now? Just put, just tell us where you went. So I talked to some people, you, you know, some, I had some friends that went to the Caribbean over the holidays, other friends went snow skiing in Colorado. And depending upon where you went, you had to take along different clothes. Because the truth is, you couldn't take everything. And the same thing is true with life. We can't do everything. We have to prioritize what's important. And we have to invest our life in doing those things. And here's what's true regarding time. I can tell you from experience, I can tell you from talking to other people. Here's what's true regarding time. It is the small, consistent, incremental investments over time that make a difference. The small, consistent, incremental investments of time that make a difference. In Miami, we're all about the big thing. But I'm telling you, the big thing is the big thing. But it's the little things that you do consistently, 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 consistently that lead to the big thing. The big thing doesn't happen without the small, consistent little things done throughout time. It's a small, consistent, done over time. So here we are, beginning of the new year. What are the top two New Year's resolutions? Anybody? Top two New Year's resolutions. Lose weight and exercise. You got them. Top two every year. Same thing every year. Let's take exercise, for example. Okay? Exercise. Okay. We're, we live in Miami, baby. We do it big in Miami. So somebody wants exercise. January 2nd. You hit the gym. You do everything. 
mega workout. You're swimming laps. You're going to the spin class. You're trying out every machine there is. You're running on the treadmill. You're on top of the world feeling good until you wake up the next morning. <laughs> you can't even move. You're going, what happened to my right arm? And you've got to take your... <clears throat> because this is, the way we, this is the way we roll in Miami. But you can't do it all in one day. I'm telling you, you want to... You want to get to the end of your life and you want to feel like you want to feel like you have thrived? It's the small, consistent, incremental investments of time that make a difference. It's that date night with your spouse regularly. It's the dinner with the family regularly. It's the time alone with God regularly. It's investing in a small group regularly. It's joining with your church family on the weekend, either in person or online, regularly. Now, listen, in my life, there may not be a, a, a huge takeaway from any one of those things. For example, I can't think of one date night that really stands out. Oh, there was one. But anyway, that's another story, another time. <laughs> I can't think of one dinner with the family that, you know, just, just you know, sets itself apart. I... I, I I can't even think of spending one time with God alone where the heavens parted and God showed up and spoke in some kind of way. But the cumulative effect on my life has been massive. The cumulative effect. Or coming to church here on a weekend. I, I don't know that there's been any one particular weekend that, that might stand out over others. I mean, we do have some special weekends. We do vow renewals and things like that. But, but most of the time, it's just, it's just a consistent, regular coming on a weekend. And I've talked to so many of you and so many of you tell me, Pastor Kevin, man, since we started coming to this church, this church has absolutely changed our lives and our family's lives. And I, I appreciate that. But it's a regular, consistent investment of time. And by the way, if this church has made a difference in your life, I would love to know. We would love to know as a church. So that we, we've created a way for you to let us know the difference that God is making in your life uh, through this church. It, it, you can find it on, on our app if you touch the bottom right-hand corner of the app, it says more, and then it goes to another spot that says share your story. And right there is an opportunity for you on the app to let us know if, how God has been changing your life here at this place. And we'd love to hear your story. So just the other day, a friend of ours came over to the house when all five kids were home. And she made a comment that I didn't even really think about until she made it. She said, you know, Kevin, she said, it is so, just so good to see your kids and how they want to still come home. They want to come home. They, they love being with you guys, and they want to be together. She said, it's so, it's so inspiring. And I didn't even think about it, but it's true. Our kids do love coming home, especially when dad pays for the plane fare back. <laughs> they love coming home. And I got, I got to think, so, so, I, I, so she said that, and it just settled in my brain, and I started to unpack a little bit, and I thought, why is that? Well, first of all, it's just a, it's just, it's a blessing from God, and I don't want to ever take that for granted. But secondly, there's a reason our kids want to come home, and it's because of this, that we made sure our family was prioritized in our life. 
over and above everything else, our family was prioritized. And Listen, can I tell you, here's the order God blesses for your family, for us, for my family. Here's the order God blesses biblically. Here's the order God blesses in life. God first. If you're married, spouse second. If you have kids, kids third. Then everything else. And anytime any one of those gets out of order, life gets messed up. Now, it's challenging when you're, when you're remarried and you have a blended family, it's challenging to keep the, the spouse, your new spouse, a priority over those kids. But it's the order God blesses. God first, spouse second, kids third, then everything else. And i got to tell you, this has not been easy to do this. It's not been easy. It has been a challenge. Over these years, I've been pastoring now, 30 years. Over these years, there's been some very influential people at this church who are no longer here who have it was a tough choice they thought they needed me to be in their life at this moment we have other pastors that could be in their life but they thought they needed me but my family needed me and so I had to make a choice and they, they got in my face but you are my pastor but I am their father and I made a choice every time to be their dad when they needed me to be a dad. And I'm telling you, that's why our kids want to come home still as adults. <laughs> Listen, I could grow and we could grow together. God could blow on this thing and we could have the biggest church ever on the planet. But if I lose my wife and I lose my kids, it's all for naught. One of the greatest blessings we have is family. One of the ways we can thrive in life is to make sure we attend to our families. So listen, if you're just starting out now, just got married, thinking about marriage, dating, little kids, I'm telling you, this is gold right here. God first, spouse second, kids third, then everything else. And you're going to get to the end of your life, and you're going you're to feel like you're thriving. When, we, when, that, when our friend of ours told me that in my house over the holiday break, and all my kids were running around going crazy, being kids. I said, God, thank you. Thank you for the blessing. So here we go. Here's number three. Again, this is just, a, this is just an introduction today. We're going to unpack more of this as we, we unpack here the next four weeks together. So here's number three. How do I, how do I thrive? We, we analyze our lifestyle. We prioritize. So we analyze, prioritize. And number three says we utilize. We analyze, prioritize, we utilize. Number three says utilize the present. The present, meaning. I love what the next verse says. Be careful how you live. Make the most of every opportunity. Do you realize this? Do you realize this? Most people don't live in the present. They don't. Most people are living in the past because they're regretting the past. Woulda, coulda, shoulda in the past. Or... They're thinking about the future because I'm anxious about it, and I don't know what's going to happen about it. So they're either, their mind is either trapped in the past or focused on the future, but very few of us live today. And I want to invite you today to live today. Today is a gift from God. That's what we call it, the present. <laughs> Psalm 118, verse 24. It's not in your notes. It's just in my, in, in memorized. 
For this is a day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. That's such a powerful verse. This is a day. And he's not talking about just on Sunday. He's talking tomorrow morning when Monday rolls around. And work happens. And back to school happens. Say that verse tomorrow morning as well. <laughs> this is the day that the Lord has made. So let me leave you just with one last thought today. As we begin this new year together, let's dedicate these 86,400 seconds to God. Would you pray with me? Would you pray with me? And maybe as your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, just a simple way of connecting with God right now. God, today, those marbles, oh, God, we thank you for the gift of time. We thank you for the gift of life. We thank you, God, that life is so precious and time is so precious. And if we don't think about it, it gets away from us. And it's over, and it's and it's so much of it is, is already completed before we before we before we start thinking about it. Today, we want to think about it. We want to think about this life that you've given us, God. So God, thank you for this life. Thank you for this life. Thank you for this life. In fact, I want to invite us to do something right now. I want to invite us to do something. I just as we kick off this new year, as we begin this new year. If you want to say, if you, if you want to say today, as we kick off this new year, God, I want to dedicate this life to you. I want to dedicate my time to you. I want to dedicate, God, God, it to you. And I want to ask you just to stand, please, right now. All over this place. Just stand right now. If you say, God, I want to dedicate this year to you. This 2024, I'm dedicating to you. My time, my life, my days, my hours, my minutes, I'm dedicating to God to you right now. So let's continue to pray together right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. And I want to invite you, maybe you just want, if you want to, if you want to hold your hands on front of you like you're receiving a gift right now. This is just an act of surrender right now. And God, because what you're doing right now, you are, you are surrendering those minutes to God, those seconds to God, those 86,400 seconds. With your hands open right now, you're saying, God, they're yours. These seconds are yours. This life is yours. God, everything I am, everything I have, it's yours. That's how we thrive. That's how we thrive. So God, today, right now, in this moment, in this space, in this place, God, we give it all to you. We surrender it all to you. As we begin this new year, we surrender it all to you. And some of you right now, this is just a, just what a way to begin 2024. Just being in this moment before God right now, in this moment, saying, God, we give it all to you. We give it all to you. 
God, my dreams I give to you, my hopes I give to you, these health issues I give to you, these finances I give to you, my family I give to you, my marriage I give to you, my teenagers I give to you, my toddlers I give to you, my dating life I give to you, my schooling I give to you. God, I give it all to you. Right here, right now, in this moment, in person and online. God, I give this year to you. And I pray all these things today in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining in today. If you enjoyed this podcast, we'd love for you to leave a review, subscribe to this channel, and share with a friend. We'd also love the chance to connect with you. You can text the word NEW to 786-705-8930. Again, that's NEW to 786-705-8930. And we'll give you some next steps with how to plug in and get connected here at Miami Vineyard. We hope you have an amazing week. And thanks again for listening.